is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For part two with Marty Cummings, we continue the conversation on leadership in politics, Baby Shark, the song, and being a positive influence on the world. So I hope you enjoy this part two with Marty Cummings. I'm curious what, you know, running for office and I get, you know, drag in general too, has taught you about leadership. Um, well, I, I, I have a Ted talk about it, Yes, <laughs> you do, <laughs> you do, which is, like so which is, you know how people always like, and thanks for coming to my Ted talk. I'm like, well, I, I didn't actually, um, <laughs> um, I, uh, drag leadership. I think drag is a really interesting leadership position and one that people might not necessarily see as a leadership position, but it is like, I got political because um, I literally had this light bulb moment uh, where I was like, bitch, what are you doing? Sorry, I don't know if I can curse. Yeah, you're good. I was, I, you I was like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, you have all these people following you online. You have a microphone in your hand every single day. I'm like, yes, like making jokes is funny and silly. And like what I love to do, I love making people laugh. I love saying irreverent, goofy things and making people laugh but but in like the political turmoil that was happening starting in 2015 I think when Trump started running I was like what are you doing um and I and I told myself I was like you have this platform and you need to use it um and I looked there's incredible drag artists like Juanita Moore in San Francisco and Honey Mahogany in San Francisco who now is the head of the Democratic Party out there and mm. you know the first queer person to ever run for office in this country who paved the way for someone like Harvey Milk was um, Jose Saria who was a, a drag artist um, in 1961 so drag has always been in that position it's now we 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 um, we just need to have yeah, drag has always been in that that position. And then you look at something like Drag Queen Story Hour, which is just a, such a beautiful way of showing kids like about kindness and acceptance and um and that's leadership, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's so it's so important because we need more of that. And that was what I took away, one of the big things I took away from your TED Talk was the the sense of we us community. It takes yeah. a group. <laughs> it takes a group and like I don't know i just lo like drag like i always say i fell into drag accidentally but i'm so happy that i did you know because it's taught me and continues to teach me so many little th like things along the way like running for like when i ran for office like i don't know if i would have been able to do it if i i hadn't done drag because drag kind of gave me that like body armor that i needed to go into a cutthroat um thing like politics but but it gave but, but the armor that it gave me was um you know that that lesson of of drag has given me so much and i love drag and so in like the cutthroatness of politics there's a siren did you hear yeah. oh yeah uh, yeah in the in the cutthroat throat like world of oh my god my street is really chaotic hush um they know you're having an interview <laughs> oh my god it, like, all the time this happens i'm like y'all be quiet um but anyway so so the armor that it gave me was 
was that of 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 um anything you throw at me i'm gonna come back at you with a smile and like i'm not gonna take it like sitting down Hmm. but i'm also not gonna be like a dick back Hmm. you know like um i don't know drag has just taught me how to handle life in a really unique way that i'm really grateful for Yeah, you and you you're doing it so frequently. There's so many interactions you have. And I remember from the the one from the TED Talk, you know, with the baby shark and that. I mean, a lot <laughs> of people remember that. It that went viral. Um, have there been other standout moments or do any come to mind that have just, you know, really changed the way you view it, look at it, see it? Um, like life, you mean? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Baby Shark was really interesting because I, I didn't, like, plan on any of that. It was, like, really, wow, you know, Brody was his name. I mean, God, Brody's probably, like, five or six now, and he was, like, two when that happened. Um, uh, I should email his mom, actually. But anyway, so, you know, for those who don't know the story, like, I was at my drag brunch, and this two-year-old was there, and I performed Baby Shark, and somebody sent me the video after, and I put it on my Twitter, and then I went to... Um, after that brunch, I went to visit my friends because their twins had just turned um, one. I think it was their first birthday. And so I went to visit the kids and give them their gifts or whatever. And I was like, oh, do the kids like Baby Shark? This like funny thing happened at brunch today. Oh, it's on my Twitter. Let me show you. And when I showed him, I was like, oh, it has 10,000 views. That's so weird. Um <laughs> Uh, and, and then he, like, my friend was teasing me like, oh, you're viral girl. And I was like, uh, and then, um, uh, when I left their house several hours later, it had like half a million views. And then the next day I woke up and it had like millions and was like all over the news. It was like really crazy. Um, but the reason I did the Ted talk is because there was so much cyber bullying that happened because of a drag queen performing for a toddler and then AOC shared it. And that was a whole nother bucket of folks coming out of the woodworks to say stuff. Um, And then I did the Ted talk and then Monica Lewinsky shared the Ted talk Then a whole nother group of like people came out to cyberbully. So what is the, the point of this, the lesson, um, sorry, I got like sidetracked telling that story. Get me back on track. What was the root of the question? Well, <laughs> the standout moments that have oh, taught you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, I got like caught up in like the whimsical of the baby shark moment. Um, so that was a standout moment because it really showed me just how um, it really showed me one, the power of drag and how it can do good for others and how it can be a vessel to spread joy and kindness. But it also showed me uh, as a standout moment, how so many people um, really have a fear of queer people. Mm. Um, uh, which is scary. Um, and then the other standout moment that I would say was probably, uh, there's two standout moments that I think are really kind of defining moments in my life and how I view the world. The first is when I, um, uh, 
when I go home to my small farm town, every every now and again, I haven't done it since the pandemic, um, uh, but um, a couple times a year, I would take uh, some drag artists and, and Broadway performers down to the theater that I got my start in all those years ago when I was a kid and do a fundraiser for the theater. Um, and eventually that led to, to me being one of the producers for the first um, Pride in my hometown, which I'm really uh, proud that we were able to do that. But um, I remember the first time I did this concert several years ago, this woman um, came up to me and told me she wanted me to meet her grandson um, who uh, asked her to buy a ticket to this show and whatever. And so I met this kid and they were like so painfully shy and awkward and just like couldn't even make like eye contact and were so nervous um, to talk to me. Uh, but, you know, it, uh, it was nice to meet them and the grandmother was lovely. And, and I just like thought like, you know, at the time I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, oh, awkward teenager, been there, you know, whatever, <laughs> like, I get it. Um, but then the next year we came back to do the concert and, and, and I remember that woman, she came up to me and she said, uh, oh, it, it was so, so good to see you again. We're so happy you're back. I want you to meet my granddaughter. And this kid was with her and it was the same kid from the year before. But this like young woman who was like beginning her transition and she was so vibrant and like open and um, talkative, you know, and like exciting. And um, I've kept in touch with, with her uh, over over the years. Um, she's in college now. and uh, But she, you know, was basically like, you know, she was like, I, I didn't, she was like, I didn't even know other queer people were from this town or lived here. Like, mm. and she was so scared of like coming out as trans, but then saw that other queer people like are from here. And it gave her like the courage to come out. And, and I just like, I'm so grateful. I accidentally like became a drag queen 11 years ago because I was able, because of that, able to go to my hometown and like, and of course that person would have eventually come out as trans, I'm sure, but but to do it at such a young age um, was so beautiful. And then the other standout moment that really um, is so joy-filled is um, on election day, on the primary election day, my mom was like standing in the rain, campaigning for me. And this woman came up to my mom and uh, was like, oh, are you campaigning for, for Marty? And my mom was like, yeah, that's my kid. Uh, and this woman said, oh, we're, we're on our way to vote for them. Um, and my mom was like, oh, thank you so much. And the woman was said to my mom, she's like, we're, we're voting for them, not just because we believe in their policy positions, mm -hmm. but, um, they, they said that, um, a few weeks before, um, their whole family had met me on the street during campaign outreach and, uh, you know, um, uh, the parents uh, asked me something about like my being non-binary because they saw it like on my literature something. And so I talked to them about it, whatever. And, but they said that that night, so basically, so they told my mom that that night they went home and their 10 year old kid who was with them sat them all down for a family meeting and came out um, as non-binary uh, uh, because they, they had said that they'd been wanting to come out, but they never met somebody who like was like them. And so they didn't know how. And so I'm just like, you know, we might not have won our election, but like that is such a win. And I'm so grateful um, 
for that. So those are standout moments um, uh, that were really like ones that I hold very, uh, you know, closely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy to think too, especially with social media, how many other people you've affected positively that we don't even know, or you don't know, you know, or you do because some of them might comment on something, but it's just, that's so great to have that effect, even a piece of it, even a piece of the pie of helping someone. It's it's like, you know, but, but I, I know that so many other artists have that, that, you know, that, that's, that's what art is about, right? Like we're supposed to impact people's lives and, and, and hopefully in a positive way. And I'm just really grateful. Um, for that is there a common piece of incorrect advice you've heard <laughs> in either drag life politics I mean, there's probably one for each <laughs> a common piece of bad advice oh yeah so um well i will say one of the greatest lessons is um does it need to be said? Does it need to be said by me? And does it need to be said by me right now? Hmm. Which is something that I sometimes fall short of, but try, try to live by. Um, so I think the, the, the worst like advice that's ever been given is like, um, you don't have to reply to everything. Hmm. Like, you know, and sometimes I think people are like, Oh yeah. Like, Say how you feel about it. Like, you don't have to reply to everything. Like, it, it, you don't have to reply to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 having that um, that internal dialogue <laughs> to keep you on track. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> just, say it, say it, just say it in in your mind. You don't have to say it out loud. <laughs> Are there any um, most gifted books or favorite books that stand out to you? Oh, my favorite book. Um, oh. I, uh, my favorite books that I read are like memoirs. I love reading people's, um, memoirs, Hmm. um, like autobiographies. My favorite would be, um, well, I love Dolly Parton's, of Hmm. course. She's just everything. Um, but I really, uh, a Lotus Grows in the Mud is, um, Goldie Hawn's autobiography. And I love it. I think it is so... Um, you know, Goldie Hawn is known for like being kind of like ditzy and like silly or whatever, but she's probably one of the most intelligent, um, uh, women like in Hollywood. Like she's so smart and has such a grasp on who she is and such a grasp. Do you hear my dogs in the background? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, she has such a grasp on who she is. She's such a grasp on like the I like she knows the idea of what people think she is Hmm. and so her book is just so um incredibly beautiful um it's incredibly beautiful and and I just I I I was so moved by it when I read it and years after I read it I got to do um a, a thing with her and I remember um uh when we were done filming this talk show I uh uh, I was like, oh, Miss Han, I, I have to tell you about your book, like how, whatever. Mm. And 
she was so gracious and she grabbed my hand and she started crying and then I started crying and then I'm standing there with Goldie Hawn crying <laughs> oh my goodness uh talking to her about how like her book impacted me so much so uh it might be an unconventional choice for that question but I just love her book so much I haven't read it I'm gonna check it out thank you for that you gotta read it it's so good uh yeah yeah um metaphorically speaking if you could put a word or a phrase on a billboard for millions of people to see does anything come to mind pause just pause it's like I, I don't know if you could put like a like a big like a subtitle underneath of that but uh, on the you billboard can. sure but, but if you just like uh i f- have found <coughs> and again sometimes i fall short of this because i'm a very fallible person but uh uh most times if you just pause and take a beat you'll be able to collect yourself in a way to respond to something um just pause i like yeah. that i like that and yeah it yeah it's forgettable and shouldn't be <laughs> it's yeah. a good reminder also, if, if life gets overwhelming or chaotic like oh the the airport is stressful getting through tsa or oh my god the line to get my coffee is too long or the trains run whatever just pause yeah take a take a beat yeah. The, an asteroid's not hitting the earth right now. Right. Like, you'll be fine. Just hang. It'll work yeah. out. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love this conversation. Marty, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Before we wrap up, anything else you want to add? Uh, calls to action, things you're looking forward to, things getting you excited? Oh... I'm looking forward to, I'm performing in the Seychelles in February and I'm really excited. So I'm looking forward to that, taking a little tropical getaway to Africa uh, with my husband um, uh, for work. Um, uh, But calls to action, I would just say the 2022 midterms are upon us um, and it's a very scary, uh, (laughs) it's very scary. Um, but, uh, I would just say call to action is not just focus on who you're voting for on the federal level for Congress, or if there's a Senate race where you're from, but, um, really look at those state and local races because they are going to be so crucial in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, so really look at, at your, um, local and state representatives, uh, um, because they're gonna, uh, we, we, we need them as like a check and, and, and balance now more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree. I do agree. And I appreciate you for being a leader and being a positive impact on the world. So thank you for chatting with me and opening that up a bit so we could hear more. So I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. People of the world, Marty Cummings. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening.